Greetings, one and all. Greetings, one and all. It is I, your debt-free degree expert. Yeah. Um, mm, they just let me know that I can share my screen with y'all. Okay, that's fascinating. I can share my screen with y'all. I think, I think I will do that. So, um, for those of you who don't know me, my name is Dr. Treasure Shields Redmond, and I am known as the debt-free degree expert. Busy parents of college-bound teens are attracted to my company because it's where I help them um, find scholarships. I teach them how to find scholarships, and I find scholarships for them. And the company is called How to Find Scholarships. It's at howtofindscholarships.info. And I think you should come to howtofindscholarships.info because there is a sale, especially if you're the parent of a senior, because time is of the essence. And you can go to howtofindscholarships.info and sign up for only $99. (laughs) $99. It's very affordable. And you can cancel at any time. So hopefully I will see you there. Today, I'm going to be talking about what steps I need to take to apply for a briefly a little bit about me. Um, I became the debt-free degree expert after a 20 plus year career teaching high school and college English writing and literature. So I was always teaching people who were either right about to head to college or had just arrived, had just begun their college journey. And I'm a Mississippi native, um, raised in the federal housing projects in Meridian, Mississippi. Um, And the reason why I was able to go to college was because my parents centered that um, they understood that there wasn't a lot of opportunity for you if you didn't have a college education. My grandmother, who was a maid and who took care of our family through her maid's wages, said, don't be like me. You are smart enough to be a teacher. Go to school. <laughs> so between that and a wonderful $500 book scholarship from Delta Sigma Theta Incorporated, I wound up at Jackson State University, the Jackson State University, (coughs) excuse me, in Jackson, Mississippi. And there I completed a degree in English with certification to teach grades seven through 12. I embarked on a teaching career in 1998 in Memphis, Tennessee. And I just slowly became the teacher who stayed after school to help people with the FAFSA or saw an interesting scholarship and forwarded it on to students. And over time, that professionalized itself into how to find scholarships, where I am the CEO founder and I am known as the debt-free degree expert. So you are in the right place If you want to know how to navigate financial aid, if you feel punished for making a decent living because you know you won't qualify for much or any financial aid, 
if you say to yourself, I want to know where these millions of dollars in scholarships are and how to apply for them, right? We hear that a lot. People say, oh, there's so many scholarships and people just leave them on the table. And you think to yourself, well, if they would just tell me where that table was, then I would definitely <laughs> sit my child at that table. And you're definitely in the right place if you think it, this is all overwhelming. And I thought my son or daughter's school was going to do more. I thought they were going to help us more. If you're feeling that way, then you are in the right place. So I'm going to help you understand how to navigate financial aid. I'm going to show you how to make it not matter that you won't qualify for much or any financial aid. I am going to show you where these millions of dollars in scholarships are and how to apply for them. And I'm going to banish overwhelm so it won't matter that your son or daughter's school hasn't been very helpful. Okay. Those are all the things that I do for the people who join how to find scholarships. You're definitely in the right place, though. Even if you didn't resonate with any of those previous statements, if you think to yourself, I just refuse to shackle my child to decades of debt. I simply refuse, then you are definitely in the right place. So the question we began with at the beginning of this um, live is, how do I find the best scholarship platforms and how do I sign up for them? So before we do any signing up for scholarship platforms, we need to have the right tools in place. Number one, your child needs access to a laptop and not the school's laptop, their own laptop. So the laptop will allow them to engage in video chat. When you join the How to Find Scholarships uh, Academy, you will have the ability to schedule meetings with a live college counselor, with a live debt-free degree expert who will help your child write scholarship winning essays and keep all the tasks in order that they will need to complete in order to get into college and do it debt-free. You're going to need to be able to access email via a laptop because Gmail, which is a great email provider, has its own cloud storage. And in the How to Find Scholarships Academy, we show teens how to create an online folder and keep all the items in there that they need to apply to scholarships uh, quickly, right? Because the name of the game is volume. Vol how do we do it? Volume. <laughs> so you, you have to apply for uh, lots of scholarships. It's, a laptop is also good because it has internal storage. You can also save things on the laptop, right? Um, and the screen size is good. And, you know, now that I'm looking at this, I probably need to 
add another bullet point, but I'm just going to say this part. You know, I once had a student, brilliant student, wanted to go into pharmacy. And for our first three meetings, about 20 minutes into the meeting, his device crashed. It just, it just crashed. It just, all of a sudden we weren't communicating anymore. And so by the fourth meeting, I asked, are you trying to do all of this on a phone? <laughs> and he said, yes, ma'am, I am. And I said, no, that's, that's not going to work. And here's why it's not going to work. Phones, and to a great extent, iPads, use apps. They use applications. So a typical task when I'm helping someone uh, during a private meeting is to ask them, have they heard from a scholarship? So they should open up their email and we'll check it. And then I'll say, oh, and go to your spam folder because sometimes those communications go to your spam folder. And then I'll say, okay, you haven't heard from them yet. So we'll just leave that on the notes to follow up with. Let's work on the essay that you could finish today so that we could press submit on a scholarship during this meeting. So they should then go into their drive and open up the essay that we both can look at live and start to, you know, do these completion uh, steps on that essay. Oh, and I just remembered, let's check, open up another tab. Let's check with one of the colleges that you were accepted because they said that this is the date that their scholarships go live. So um, let's also pull that up and see if that's been updated there right? When you try to do all of that with a phone and to a large extent with a iPad, it crashes or it just doesn't move in the dexterous, limber, quick way that we need in order to handle business that ends with a debt-free degree. So please make sure they have their own laptop. They need to have a professional email address, a professional email address. None of this sparklebooty99 at yahoo.com. <laughs> and I have an example here. This one is ninja, and then there's a space, skills435 at email.com. So we don't know who ninja skills is. We don't know if it's a space or an underscore. For some reason, there are random numbers that are hard to remember. Their email address needs to be first name, last name, or last name, first name in order to be taken seriously. And, and just imagine that they are, um, you know, talking to scholarship committees. They're talking to recommenders. They're talking to their teachers and former teachers. You want to uh, put your best foot forward and be taken seriously from jump. Now, as I said earlier, I highly recommend Gmail. Gmail is the optimal uh, email to use because it comes with this suite of other products that all integrate well and help with this journey. So you may be thinking to yourself, okay, Dr. Redmond, I have a laptop my teen has a 
professional Gmail address. Now what? So I want you to get a copy of your transcript. Make sure you get a copy of your transcript. The transcript is not their um, report card, right? The report card has the name of the class and then all the grades that they receive that add up to their final grade. So it's going to have their every six weeks or every nine weeks or every quarter grade and then uh, their final grade. A transcript looks like the example I have on the screen now. It usually is one page, sometimes a little more, two pages. It usually has the uh, letterhead or, or mascot of the school on it. And it is a list of courses organized by the grade they took them, ninth grade, 10th grade, 11th grade, 12th grade, and the final mark they received. The transcript also usually has their grade point average, their GPA. Sometimes your transcript has down that you took um, uh, a dual enrollment classes. Sometimes it has your class rank. Some of them even put your ACT or SAT scores on them. But you need that because so many scholarships ask for a transcript. Of course, they don't want to be scammed. They want to know that they are actually going to be uh, gifting their funds to a real student going to a real school. You definitely want to get a copy of your ACT or SAT scores. You definitely want to do that, right? Um, you know, all of these tasks that I'm talking about um, come with <laughs> lots of um, details that usually overwhelm and make families very anxious. So right before talking about the ACT or the SAT, I talked about the transcript. Um most of the time, that's not a smooth process. I don't know why schools um, seem to make it difficult. I would I would estimate in my years of helping students that about 70% of the schools make it a problem. <laughs> and one of the values of joining How to Find Scholarships is that I will continue to help the team follow up on that until it is completed. Um, but now we're talking about a copy of your ACT or SAT scores. So the ACT and the SAT, these are college entrance examinations. There was a time when many, 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 and most schools required them. But nowadays, it's about, if it's, it's about, I would say 60, 40, about 60% of schools require them. And about 40% of schools either don't require them or have made them optional, meaning you can uh, submit them if you think it makes your package look more attractive. If you, for some reason, feel like it will make it make you uh, give us a better picture of you, that sort of thing, then you can. I, because it's still more than half of the schools that require them, I still um, re recommend that parents uh, schedule their own test, uh, schedule their own uh, 
test attempt by going to these uh, test websites and then schedule re-attempts after helping them with some, uh, some test prep. So people usually then ask, oh, the ACT and the SAT, which one should they take? Well, I'm going to tell you this. Schools don't value one over the other with a couple of notable exceptions. I believe, now this is just me, I believe that if your child is going to a school like MIT, which is the Harvard of the kind of like STEM colleges, right? It is an elite and very selective college for our engineers, our scientists, um, our mathematicians, our theoretical physicists, and all of that good stuff, right? I feel like for that school, you should take the SAT. Um, that culture of high-level mathematical and scientific achievement is dominated by that test. And I feel like that is where you should go. But for most of the rest of the, the, the college landscape, they don't value the SAT or the ACT more than one or the other. One tip I will give you is that um, there is a way to decide which one might be better for your child. And, you know, inside the How to Find Scholarships Academy, I definitely help parents to make that decision. The next thing you need to do is create a college resume. Your kiddo needs a college resume. So many scholarships ask for either uh, the things that would go on a resume, for instance, leadership positions held, uh, volunteer hours or community service honors and awards, or they ask for a resume that lists those things. So as I said earlier, applying for scholarships is about speed. So you need to definitely create a college resume. Now, here's a couple of examples. Um, as you can see, one of the examples has a picture on it. Now, I want to caution you. If your child is going into the arts, if they're going into theater, they're going into vocal performance. Um, they're going. They're they're coming in as a musician. Then in the you know performing arts and things like that, uh, having your picture on the resume, I think could only help you. Uh, but for any other major, I would not suggest that you put a picture on your resume. Uh, people have different you know biases, and uh, we don't want to give them any thing to think about except for the incredible credentials that your team will be applying with. The next thing they need to do is get some recommendation letters. I always recommend you get two academics and one quote unquote non-academic. Uh, when I say non-academic, I mean, you know, your football coach, basketball coach, cheerleading coach, uh, your 4-H sponsor, your scout troop leader, your youth pastor, and so forth. For the academic ones, it needs to be math, science, English, social studies, right? It needs to be one of those courses. If your child is someone who is going into, for instance, visual art, then yes, one of their recommendation letters 
it probably makes sense that they, it would be from one of their art instructors. But if they're going into any of the regular academic disciplines, it should be from those four, one of those four core areas. Now, the recommendation letters, and, and I have an example here on the screen, they should, you know, fill the page, they should uh, be signed, and they should have the letterhead of the organization that the uh, reference or recommender uh, is a part of. Um, these recommendations should be broad enough to where you could use them over and over again. Now, let's get to how you use all this to apply for scholarships. So there are two types of scholarships. College scholarships, that's one type, right? Sometimes we call those institutional scholarships. When you hear people say, Johnny got a full ride to Tuskegee, that, that usually means they applied to Tuskegee and their credentials earned them an offer of a full ride from that college. That's a college scholarship. The other type of scholarship is the outside scholarships, right? That's given by everybody that's not a college. Walmart, your local um, alumni fraternities and sororities, uh, your local credit union, uh, Beyonce's Be Good Foundation, her husband, Sean Jay-Z Carter's uh, Carter Foundation, and so forth. There are many, 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 many more outside scholarships than there are college scholarships. So the first thing you want to do is to sign up for scholarship platforms. Now, I had to pick which one of those types I was going to focus on in this live, in this presentation, because there's a lot of information and there just isn't enough time to give it um, well. So we're going to focus on one type of scholarship, which is the outside scholarship. And a good way to find those is to sign up for scholarship platforms. People ask me this all the time. How, are, how do you find these scholarships? How do you do it? Well, this is one technique for finding them. Online, there are um, companies that just publish lists of scholarships for free. Now, it's free because you are what is for sale. Of course, they are getting your data, um, you know, selling your data, uh, or putting ads on the side of their lists, hoping that, you know, their ad partners might get some of your business as well. Uh, but other than that, <laughs> there's no out-of-pocket fee. So right here on the screen, I have a couple of examples. In the upper left-hand corner is FastWeb. In the middle is St. Louis's local bank, Scholarship Central. Um, and because I live in the St. Louis metropolitan, that is one that I'm recommending when I give presentations or when I have um, students who are from the St. Louis uh, metro. Um, but every community has its own local bank. Back over to the left, there is Unigo. Next to that, to its right, is Scholarship Owl. Further to the right is CapEx, which actually changed its name to Appley, Appley. But if you search CapEx, it still takes you to their site. 
Uh, Pinterest, I know it's hard to believe, but Pinterest is a place where um, you can find more than crockpot recipes and beautiful home decor outfit ideas. You can also find people who put together boards of scholarships. And then at the very bottom, you have the U.S. Department of Labor's scholarship site. So these are just some examples of places where you can get scholarships. Now, the U.S. Department of Labor is a reputable site uh, because it's not like the others in that uh, they're not trying to sell your data. This is a .gov situation. Um, actually, it says uh, careeronestop.org. So it's a .org situation. And as you can see by the screenshot, you can uh, search with, with different filters. You can search by bachelor's degree, uh, ones that are only for people in high school and so forth and so on. Now, within the world of those outside scholarships, there, there, there's still some further categories. And one of those is with national funds. Remember in that previous slide I talked about St. Louis's local bank of scholarships. Those scholarships are just for kids from the St. Louis area and the surrounding metropolitan. But there are lots of scholarships that are for people that are just U.S. citizens going to a U.S. university. Those are national funds. Those are often given by the big companies that we get our goods and services from. I have three examples here on the screen. Walmart, right? Even though they're based in Benton, Arkansas, they give scholarships to people who are just U.S. citizens because they have employees and children of employees all over the U.S. Nordstrom, right? That's a national uh, chain uh, 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 store. Bank of America, right? There's a Bank of America in almost every state, I believe. So a good exercise, and I have this written on the screen, is where do you get your goods and services? So you could take a moment to just write down all the places. Where do you bank? Where do you buy groceries? Where do you buy clothing? And then Google, and I guarantee you, those places offer scholarships. Now, National funds is a one uh, you know type of outside scholarship, but the one that I think you should really put your time into is local scholarships. Since the number of students who qualify is limited based on location, the chances of winning local scholarships are often greater than the odds of winning national scholarships, right? So, Every community has a, a nonprofit or a foundation that's kind of like the clearinghouse for the local scholarships near them, right? I've done this uh, experiment over and over again. I've Googled the city and state and then put the words scholarship foundation and some organization always comes up. Of course, on the left of the screen I have for an example is the Scholarship Foundation of St. Louis. To the right of that, I just Googled 
Boise, Idaho Scholarship Foundation. And what came up is the Public Schools Foundation has a big list of scholarships. And two more examples on the screen are Albuquerque, New Mexico and Atlanta, Georgia. So if you're not from any of those places, I guarantee that wherever you live, there's a scholarship foundation, organization, nonprofit near you. So let's uh, break it down. Let me see here if it's going to um, share instead. Okay. So I just clicked on the link for the U.S. Department of Labor's scholarship uh, bank. And as you can see, if you're looking at the screen, it returned 9,585 awards. So I'm going to look for the ones for people who are in high school. I just filtered it by high school and that took it down to 667 awards. So I am looking at these and I'm just going to quickly show you how I look for scholarships, eliminate them and so forth. And it doesn't involve a whole lot of close reading. I've got to skim and scan and move closely. So I'm going to skip the ones that are due in February and go to another page because February is almost over and I would waste a lot of time um, going through ones that, you know, are due that have the deadline has already passed. Um, so I'm seeing a lot of them where the deadline is not applicable or they, 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 they couldn't find the deadline. Um, let me see here. There are an awful lot of them where the deadline is not present. I'm trying to find one with a March deadline for you to let you see what it looks like. But it may not happen on this presentation. Yeah, they had a bunch of ones with February, but I didn't see any with March. All right, so I'm just going to stop here and I'm going to go to... Uh, the Leopold Shep organization. This one right here, $9,000. Leopold Shep, I suspect it's for people in a specific place, but let's click on it and see. It says applicant must be an undergraduate, must be under 30 years of age. Um, if they've graduated, then they must be under 40 years of age and had a 3.3 to no lower than a 3.3. All right. So if you're a high school senior, you can apply during your senior year. Okay. So it isn't for somebody who's just from a certain place. You could earn $9,000 uh, from this scholarship. So I'm going to, I'm going to have to keep that, that bookmarked. So that's just an example of how valuable these forms can be. Now, what I gave you is just a glimpse of what it's like to have a system, a guide, and a community. Because how to find scholarships offers those items, a system, a guide, and a community. You go to howtofindscholarships.info. And you can get results like our incredible success story, Tisha. Tisha 
uh, her son's uh, dream school was Wake Forest, uh, but only if he got a substantial scholarship. And here's the thing. They had this scholarship for African-American boys, and he had fallen in love with the school because he was on the debate team, and they would be going there in the summer. And Wake Forest is a Tony private, expensive school. <laughs> and they would be going there in the summer. He would just be loving it and having a wonderful time. And he decided that that was his goal. So he had to write several essays. He had to participate in an interview, all kinds of things. And, you know, through the support of How to Find Scholarships, he was able to get into his dream school debt free. Timon used it because his child ran out of money toward the end of her undergraduate degree. So he just joined so that he could use the scholarship list and he would pass those on to his child. And she was able to earn $1,000, $2,500, and then another $10,000 and complete her degree debt-free. RK, joined the How to Find Scholarships community with her, her senior child. And uh, she got a book scholarship from Western Illinois uh, because I, you know, she knew about how to organize these items and how to be able to apply quickly. Um, and, you know, the university had an in-person tea in town for, for kids who were interested. And I suggested that her daughter bring hard copy in a big manila envelope, her recommendation letters, her transcript, her resume, her college entrance essay. And she was offered a full ride on the spot. And of course, there's Andrea who did the same thing as Timon, who used the scholarship list to beef up, uh, you know, their war chest for college. Roxanne, Roxanne said, um, you know, we are so ahead of his friends and school kids. I learned all of that from reading debt-free degree blueprint and your webinars. Thank you. So this is Roxanne and her handsome son. And, you know, it was smooth sailing for them because she joined the community and the information was just right on time for her. You know, right now there are over 5,000 members of the How to Find Scholarships uh, private Facebook group. It's a brain trust designed to help you, uh, you know, get through this season. It, questions are answered quickly. People are sharing experiences. And you also get relief from the anxiety about the incredible student loan amount. $1.76 trillion. That was the 2023. So this was accessed January 10, 2023. So a year ago, it was 1.76 trillion. That's the debt load for the U.S. That's if you added up everybody's student loan debt in the U.S., that's how much it is. Can you imagine in, in those of us in cities with homeless problems, what could be done with that money? What about our young people who want to be entrepreneurs? They could use that money to start a business. And it is just criminal to consign these young people to 20 years of debt.
So that's why I encourage you to go to howtofindscholarships.info, especially if you have a senior, and join. There is no risk. You can cancel at any time, and it's just going to be a net positive. And you can go to the website and view even more success stories. Now, I'm going to see if there are any good questions today. And if there are, I'm going to answer them. You guys hit me with them. 